Welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. This afternoon, we are here with our special guest. However, before we introduce our special guest, we want to let you know a little bit about the Lotus Flower Podcast and why we are here. The Lotus Flower Podcast, our aim is to educate, empower, and encourage our listening audience with culturally relevant, spiritually uplifting, educational topics. Our diverse discussions are centered around a variety of topics such as Christian marriage, self-empowerment, mental health, wellness, social justice, and faith, just to name a few. The podcast allows for a diverse variety of voices to be exposed to a venue of podcasting and learn about contents that they may never be exposed to elsewhere. And for that, we are grateful. We want you to know that our analytics are as follows. We offer a comprehensive cost platform overview of podcast topics. When we looked at our data and we saw that across the podcast platforms, it's distributed through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, RSS feed, Amazon Podcasts, Reason Podcasts, and Wix.com. And now we're airing also on YouTube. When we looked at the analytic data, we saw that we have currently 735 followers that are on our audio platforms. And on our on our YouTube platforms that's just starting, we have roughly 15 followers at this time. It is our goal to grow that audience to 50 subscribers by June and to grow our audio platform to 1,000 subscribers by June. We have had several changes since January to our podcast. We have enhanced the podcast by purchasing a variety of state-of-the-art podcast equipment, one being the podcast headphones that are here, and we have some other equipment as well to enhance your listening experience and to enhance the experience of our guest. We've also moved from only audio platform to video and audio as well, meaning that our podcast is currently being held and streamed over YouTube live so that we can interact with our podcast guests via chat and they can see us and we can see them. So not only will they engage with us through listening, but they'll engage with us on a deeper level through actually interacting with us. We've also enhanced the podcast by monetizing our podcast with advertisements. So we currently have ads that are running on our podcast. We run these ads at at a pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll part of the podcast. These podcast ads are paid by sponsors, and they are premium ads. And we are currently accepting new podcast 
advertisements. If you are interested, please send an email to emerginghope at gmail.com. Now be sure to help us to reach our goal of 1,000 subscribers by the end of June. That's 1,000 subscribers on our audio platform and help us to reach our goal of 50 subscribers to our YouTube platform by the end of June as well. If you are interested in receiving additional information about the Lotus Flower podcast or purchasing any of our Lotus Flower ministry products, please reach out to myself, Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, or my husband, the Reverend Curtis L. Robinson Sr. at emerginghope at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to connect with you. Remember that it is the flower that blooms in adversity that is the greatest of them all. Now, this afternoon, we have a very special guest with us. This guest has actually been a friend of mine uh, probably over the last 30 years, I'd say. We actually, uh, for a time there, reared our kids together because we both attended the same church in Battle Creek, Michigan, where we were in ministry together and our kids were just young little kids running around then. And now they're all adults and some of them have children of their own. And now they've made us grandkids. So he and his wife and, and his mother-in-law and his sister-in-laws and their extended family, we all were once in a church together and we were family. And that relationship, even though it dissolved when I moved to a different church and they moved to a different church, we still stayed connected in the spirit realm. And I respect this guest highly. He's a man after God's own heart. And he's a faithful father to his children, a wonderful husband to his wife, and an amazing grandfather to his grandkids. His name is Pastor Robert Willis. He is an ordained elder and pastor of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Specifically, he is an ordained teacher in the five-fold ministry and has a keen revelatory insight. He has been married for 33 years to his beautiful wife, Gail D. Willis, and she's beautiful inside and out. They have two grown children, Grant Willis and Danielle Tubbs. Two grandchildren, Vincent Tubbs, which is four years old, and Robert Tubbs, which is one years old. Elder Willis, along with his beautiful wife, ministered the gospel on their live Facebook broadcast, Treasures in Earthen Vessels Ministry, a parachurch ministry under the covering of Bishop He D. Smith of Embassy Covenant Church International, where they also are members. Their ministry has a national and international impact on nations across such as Norway, Pakistan, Kenya, and Uganda. There are plans to expand the broadcast to other social media platforms such as YouTube and Instagram. Elder Willis has been called upon to minister to the ailing veterans at his local place of residence in Battle Creek, Michigan. 
Elder Willis has an intense desire and passion to serve God and man according to the will of the Lord. Elder Willis is a business owner and an entrepreneur of a few businesses. He owns and operates Fresh New Painting as a commercial painter. He also has an online business, which is Perigee Creations, where he has journals for sale on Amazon.com. Lastly, he has several YouTube channels, one in which is a prophetic music channel. And today, once again, we are honored to welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast, our special guest, Elder Robert Willis. He and I will discuss the topic entitled Divine Narratives. Welcome to the podcast, Elder Willis. Amen. And I just thank you so much. I'm just so honored to be here. Amen. And so it's just it's just a humbling experience. And give my regards to the Reverend, your husband, uh, Curtis Robinson. Amen. Reverend Curtis Robinson. Amen. And so again, it's just an honor to be able to um, just serve God in this capacity. And I'm just excited about what the Lord is going to do on this evening. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we talked a little bit over the phone prior to um, going forth with the podcast, and I always invite my guests to actually to let us know what it is that the Lord has laid on their hearts to share with our listening audience, which is a global audience. We have people listening not only in the United States, but all over into different countries. And you said, well, I would like to talk about divine narratives. And I Amen. said, sounds like an excellent topic to me, because if it's what the Lord gave to you, then I believe that it will be just fine and it'll feed the people. And so as we move into the topic of divine narratives, we have some things that we want to make sure that we cover. Now, first of all, I want you to tell our podcast audience, what do you mean when you say divine narratives? Amen. When you begin to um, make an examination, um, even of the word narratives, narratives deals with a story. Amen. So I believe, according to scripture, um, that everyone is born with a, a narrative, a story. And when we begin to uh, make a discovery of that narrative, amen, then we are able to uh, walk in the things of God. And so that only happens on this side of glory. You and I both know that we both we must be born again. What did he tell Nicodemus? In order to uh, even see the kingdom, you what? You must be born again. And so even to our listening audience, I would encourage you, if you're on the outside of Jesus, I promise you that the Lord is, is drawing you by his spirit even now. And mm -hmm. just submit to that call. And then you'll begin to uh, experience victory in your life as you walk in the narrative that God preordained for your life. Amen. Amen. And I I, I like the way that you that you define the word narrative because I'm a visual person and I can see that I can see narratives meaning in a story form that we all come to this world with a story 
Yes, we're born into the world and and we're born as a newborn baby, just fresh and new. But the Bible says that we are all shaping in iniquity, didn't it? It said yes. we're all yes. shaping in iniquity yes. when we come into the world already exposed to iniquity. And that narrative unfolds out of there. And then divine, the word divine, when you say divine, what do you mean by that word? Amen. Divine, of course, we, we just attribute that to God himself, to Elohim, amen, to the self-existing one, to the one um, that existed um, before time. He even created time, as we uh, will discover. He's El Olam, which means the God of the everlasting. And so when we, when we think about divine narratives, we're thinking about a God that had you and I and, and all of our listening, listening audience on his mind in eternity's past. And so that's a sobering thought when we begin to embrace the fact that God is the one that that wrote out your life, that thought out your life. And so, again, when we come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, then we actually come into the knowledge of who we are. We come into the knowledge of that that story, that narrative. And when you think when I think about a divine narrative, I, I just say praise God that it, it makes me think that the Lord had me on his mind because it was Amen. divinely appointed. And yeah. I want our audience to know those that are saved to know that when we think of that divine narrative, know that God knows your story and he already knew what your story would be before the foundation of the world. He knew Amen. what it would be. Is that right? Now, I, I want to move down, down and to begin to talk about some of the points that we'd love to cover this evening and let the Lord use you. Now, we want to talk a little bit about um, the mind of Christ. And I want you to expound a little bit about what do you, when we talk about the mind of Christ, how do we articulate in such a way that our listening audience will know what it is that we're that we're trying to expound upon. Amen. When we talk about salvation, um, salvation actually is a three pronged process. When we're born again, our spirit is instantly born again. I'm going to skip over. Then in the body, our body shall be what? It shall be changed uh, in a twinkling of an eye. That's Amen. Right. That's right. And so when we talk about mind. The mind is a part of the solical uh, realm, if you will, of, of our makeup. The soul entails the mind, the will, and the emotions. And it is, it, the scripture says in Romans 12, it says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, I, I skipped a part. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so mm -hmm. then it talks about then you'll be able to prove that perfect, that acceptable, that good will of God. And so when we have the mind of Christ, it is only through the mind of Christ uh, that we'll have the ability uh, to discern the, the very will of God. The mind of Christ is a divine mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, it is how God thinks. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. That's right. Amen. So what does that teach us? That teaches us uh, that thoughts produce ways. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so mm -hmm. if, I, if I can get my thoughts together, then my ways will follow suit. And That's so right. 
that's why we have to get the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is how he thinks. The mind of Christ is how he does things, his ways. Um, and it gives, it gives us the ability to have the discernment of, his, of, of the purpose of God for our life. And when, when you say thought, our thoughts produce our ways, when, when a person begins to think a certain way, are you saying that they become what they think? Absolutely. Scripture even says, what, as a man, what, thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, what, in his heart, That's right. so is he. And so that is why the enemy has waged war against the, the uh, mind, uh, even in this um, uh, pandemic uh, season that we find ourselves in. And so even at this time, there's, there's a lot of people, uh, I'm told, uh, that are suicidal, that are full of anxiety, uh, that are full of depression. Um, and even, even the people of God are experiencing this. But I want you to know that in this, this broadcast, that, mm -hmm. that those thoughts are really not your thoughts. Right, right, right. And tell us what you mean by that, that they're really not their thoughts. Amen. In, in uh, the points that we wanted to talk about, I talk about the word media. Okay. We talk about the word mediator and medium. If you look at those words, they all um, have a root word of media. Amen. Right. Scripture talks about the what? The prince of the power of the air. It talks about the fact that, the, that before we were saved, that we walked according to the course of this world and according, amen, to the prince of the power of this air, of the air. The mm -hmm. prince of the power of the air says, I recognize the power is not on earth, but it's in the air, it's in the atmosphere. And so what he does is he broadcasts his thoughts mm -hmm. and he's hoping to land on a receiver. Mm -hmm. Amen. And then when he lands on a receiver, amen, he's hoping that the receiver will receive his, his thinking. Uh, glory to God. And, and so therefore we have to have uh, what I call uh, metacognition. Metacognition says, I'm thinking about what I'm thinking because the enemy also uses the tool of media uh, to broadcast his thoughts and his aim is to bring down the moral bar of a generation. Amen. His aim is to uh, infiltrate our thinking so that he can get his agenda in the earth. He copies everything that the Lord does. But when we look at the word media, we also see mediator. Jesus is the mediator between God and man. So Jesus says, I want to be your mediator. I want to be your medium. Amen. And so the enemy wants to, uh, through his thoughts, through media, he wants to intermingle with your thinking and cause a meditation. That's right. Meditation is when I begin to think or mutter over and over until it gets into my subconscious. Amen. And this gets into your subconscious or our subconscious by repetition. And so in this pandemic season, the, the word pan Amen. Or pandemic comes from the word pan, the Greek uh, god of the wild, the Greek god of fear, 
We even get our word panic from a man from pan. And so therefore, even on the news media, you, you hear uh, thoughts or broadcasts uh, that concern um, panic and fear all the time. And so this thing is what, what I'm submitting to you all today is that fear, anxiety, panic is in the atmosphere. Glory to God. Amen. But when we begin to recognize this, amen, then I begin to, like I said before, have metacognition. Oh, yes. I begin to think about what I'm thinking. I do a overhaul of my thoughts. Then I can make a distinction and say, okay, I recognize that thoughts come from either three um, sources, myself, the enemy, or God. Then I can make a distinction. Does this thought come from me? Does this thought come from the enemy? Amen. And we know thoughts of fear does not come from God because he says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, but of power, and of a what? Of a sound mind. Amen. A sound mind is a safe mind. In other words, when I know that he loves me, that's why scripture says that fear, amen, or love casts out all fear. And so today we're going to, we're exposing uh, the plot of the enemy. The plot of the enemy is to cause people to panic so that he can continue to have people live according to his narrative, to his agenda, to his purpose. Glory to God. Amen. And so today um, we're talking about the fact that there is a mental health crisis, Dr. Robinson. Yes. Amen. And many are have succumbed to it. And because of the pandemic, because of, uh, you know, there was an isolation, you know, we all had to kind of sequester ourselves in the, in the homes. Yes. Of, of revenue, loss of businesses, loss of money, loss yes. of life. Yes. And so, and so therefore, people are opened up to this uh, receiving from the enemy. And even yes. self-proving, the Lord showed me. I woke up one time with thoughts of, I hate myself. I said, where in the world does that come from? But the Lord said, that's not you, but that's what's mm -hmm. in the atmosphere. So you, so are, are you saying that because people had to be isolated for this significant period of time, over two years in their homes, and they weren't able to go out and interact and engage with people and go into the stores or go into even go into church, that that in itself has created a spirit in the land. Mm -hmm. And the spirit in the land is, is one of one that uh, leads to people actually becoming unraveled emotionally and all to the degree that when they open open themselves up that way, well, not them, but they get depressed and they get um, isolative and they get, um, they get kind of despondent and then they start thinking bad thoughts and all of that. So that you're saying can actually lead to a person starting to think poorly and then their, then their mental health um, starts so, to actually deteriorate and they become dysregulated. Mm -hmm. And I and I hear you saying that we are looking at that through the lenses of of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's me. Yes. 
looking at that under the lenses of of um of the lord being in control of this pandemic and i love the way you said that in the pandemic itself people are panicking that word the p-a-n the pan part the people are starting to panic and like when you know what happens when people panic they just lose all focus they get all out of control and bent out of shape and they don't think right and then there comes a crisis which actually passes down to all of those that are in their spear it kind of passes down like water that's going off of your off of a duck's back you know and it, it wets up everything in the atmosphere around it so i want you to talk to us a little bit more about that mm. mental health crisis because you know that that is my area of expertise is uh mental health uh, wellness all the way around as being a, a master's level social worker and mm -hmm. what so i want you to expound just a little bit more on on that as we absolutely absolutely amen and i just want to say amen even though you just um let me know that that's part of your expertise um this um situation or this crisis this mental health crisis the lord is showing that it can it will be it can be um handled um both through the natural and the spiritual what i mean by that is is that yes seek counseling seek yeah. uh, professional help yes that, along with a man with the spiritual um guidance amen and so thoughts are very important mm -hmm. and yes. even if i find myself uh feeling you know a little blase a little down then i do what i what i spoke about earlier is the metacognition what are you thinking about because thoughts not only produce ways but they also produce feelings they yes. produce emotions the word emote emotion comes from the word emote in other yes. words god gave us emotions to move us yes and in, a, in, a, in a certain direction and so if if i embrace uh the depressive thoughts the fearful thoughts then it'll produce a, an emotion then mm -hmm. it'll even produce a bodily reaction yes in other words your body will suffer there's too yes. much cortisol uh, that's released in the body that will cause a negative impact on the body and so therefore I'm, I'm speaking to this i want to speak to this to let people know the importance of your thinking the enemy is after your thinking and so you have the power uh, to uh, resist you don't have to embrace these these thoughts it talks about in scripture to um, um taking captive every thought into the obedience of Christ, bringing down imaginations. Imaginations are images. He's, he's putting images in your mind. Those images were designed by God so that when God gives you a prophetic word, that you begin to form an image. You begin right. to see it in your mind's eye. And so the enemy being the copycatter of God, he says, if I can put fear, if I can put panic, my God, if I can put depression in your mind, Right. then i have you that's right glory to god and so therefore we have um the ability uh people of god and even those that are unsaved the strongest thing in the earth is your will god does not even uh uh interfere or or or, or, or transgress against your will and so therefore you have to know that you have the ability to, to decide when you decide 
Amen. You can acquaint that word with anything that has C-I-D-E in it. There's people that what? Commit homicide. What did they do? They cut off a life. There's those that we were talking about that uh, uh, are victims of their own suicide. Um, there is genocide, a, a cutting off of a generation. So when I decide, I cut off all decisions, amen, that do not line up with who I am. It doesn't line up with the will of God. And so I'm just empowering people today to know that you have the ability to decide that I'm not going to embrace what's in the atmosphere. And I recognize that my thought process, my mindset, amen, has a very great impact on my uh, welfare or my being. And so therefore we're gonna do the work, even the people of God, we're gonna do the work and have our minds transformed. Like I said, our, our spirit is born again, it's regenerated, our body will be changed, but our soul is being changed. And so we can be, it's possible to be saved, but not converted, not converted in the process of my mind and my emotions are not redeemed. My mind is not redeemed, hallelujah, and my will is not redeemed. And so therefore I was just trying to uh, uh, shed some light on the importance of our thinking process. Can you tell us when you say do the work, how would one go about doing the, the work so that they can avoid this uh, mental health crisis that they can so easily slip into? Absolutely, absolutely. Amen. Um, we have a beautiful uh, book called The Bible, The Book. Amen. Mm -hmm. And within the Bible, there is what? There's called scripture. Right, 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 right. Amen. And we get the word script, amen, from scripture. Those words are uh, uh, united, so to speak. And so therefore, to do the work, I have to have my mind what? Like scripture says in Romans 12, I have to have my mind what? Transform. And that takes what? That takes work. That That's takes reading. prayer. That takes reading the scriptures and speaking the scriptures and doing the scriptures. And as you begin to embrace the work, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. glory to God, then you'll begin to experience a transformed mind, the mind of Christ. And when, and then also I heard you say that someone could, could be saved and have received their salvation. However, they haven't been fully converted. Absolutely. So can you a little bit on that because I believe that that is definitely the spirit in the land and which we're walking through right now as well. Amen. Yes, absolutely. Um, like I said, salvation, the three part process is important to, to understand that it's important for um, uh, those of us in leadership to begin to uh, enlighten people on that, that very same fact. And so therefore we have to um, begin to just know that I, we have to do the work. If I'm if I'm understanding your question correctly, if you can re repeat the question, but I have to do the work. Um, I have to be willing to have my mind transformed. I have to be willing um, to know that um, 
it's not going to happen by happenstance, but it's going to happen through um, effort on my part, pushing on my part. Amen. And so therefore, I'm getting kind of a brain fog. I want you to repeat that question so I can continue to expound on it. And, and also, you're doing a wonderful job. That's exactly what I was uh, getting at, is that when a person gets saved and all, okay. there is other another step to the process, and that is going through, going through the sanctification process. And Absolutely. oftentimes, you know, that's the part that sometimes people get lost in, because yes, the Lord saved you, he gave you salvation and all, but then after you're saved, then you've got to be sanctified. And we're all continually being sanctified. Mm -hmm. That means sanctification means to be made like God and to take the old man off and putting on the new man. So, you know, we want, back. thank you. Yeah, so now mm -hmm. you can go ahead and continue to expound on what you were saying. Amen, so what I wanted to say is sometimes we, um, Many times, I should say, is, is, is believers will embrace um, him as Savior. You know, we say Lord and Savior, but it's actually Savior and Lord. Savior meaning, you know, he died for my sins. He redeemed me. Uh, he, he cleaned me up. He, he set me on my way. Amen. And that's what the power of the cross did. It, it, it redeemed you. Um, it, 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 it caused your sins to be forgiven that was the power of the cross but we then also have to embrace the power of the risen savior glory to god when we embrace embrace the risen savior the one that ascended glory to god and sits on high and scripture says that we are seated in heavenly places how are we seated in heavenly places our spirit is seated in heavenly places but it is the soul and the mind that are still earthbound. And so therefore, when I um, embrace uh, the power of the risen Christ, then I, can, then I can begin to agree with scripture. And it says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. In other words, I'm walking as a spirit. I'm walking spirit first. Glory to God. And when I walk spirit first, then that puts my being uh, in right alignment. It's no longer of the soul and the body dictating to the spirit. But when I begin to recognize the power of the risen Christ, then I begin to uh, deal with him spirit to spirit. That's how God deals with you. He deals with you spirit to spirit. And how does he does that? Do, how does he accomplish that? He accomplishes that through prayer. Amen. He accomplishes that through, I'm on a fast. He accomplishes that through fasting. He accomplishes that through gnosko. Gnosko means an intimacy. Amen. We, we here in the West uh, many times think knowing is just uh, when we uh, intellectually know something or we mentally assent uh, to things. But in the, in the Hebrew mindset, knowing is when I know you intimately. Adam what? Adam knew his wife. And because he knew his wife, there was a reproduction of the human race. When I know God and God knows me, then there becomes a reproduction of God himself, hallelujah, in your spirit. Paul says, I travail, my dear children, 
until Christ be what? Be formed in you. So the key word is we have to identify with Christ. We identify with Christ how? Through his death. We identify with his death. We identify with his burial. We identify with his resurrection. We identify with his ascension. Glory to God. Sometimes we leave out ascension. And so right. when we identify with these facets of Christ, yes, then we'll begin to experience growth in the spirit. That's right. Death, burial, resurrection. That's to how we identify with the Lord Jesus Christ through his death, Amen. through his burial, and through his resurrection. And I want to make sure that our listening audience, those are under the sound of our voices, that some of them realize that's how we identify with him. However, some of them and and some of us are aren't as, you know, that are leaders as well. So we're not pointing the finger at anyone, mm -hmm. but some of us aren't walking fully in that identification process. Amen. And that's where we allow the enemy to um, get into our spirit man and begin to wreck habit mm -hmm. with it. And so well, there's some work to be done. Let's move on down to talking about when we talk about media, medium, and mediator. When we talk about those three particular words, why don't you expound on what these words mean in relation to divine narratives? Amen. That's very good. I, I want to read um, 1 Timothy 2 and 5. Uh, before okay. we move forward with that here. Amen. It reads, I'll read in your hearing, for there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Okay. Glory to God. Amen. And so, like I said before, that when you begin to look at mediator, then we see medium, um, we see media. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so um, we talked about the fact that the enemy is the prince of the power of the air. Mm -hmm. And initially in ancient times, he would just simply broadcast his thoughts. But now he's made use of technology. Now he can use social media. He can he can use the news media. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, the mass media, the, the media from newspapers. Glory to God. And his aim is through media is to a uh, media or a mediator is one who intervenes in between the enemy wants to intervene between ultimately you and god right, but right. he wants to be in between your spirit and your soul or your mind there's mm -hmm. a word um that talks about putting on in scripture and in that when you begin to do an examination of the of that phrase put on it means to enduo. Enduo means to sink into a garment. Let's that say that once again. Enduo. Enduo. Yes, yes, ma'am. And it's it's a Greek it's a Greek terminology. Amen. Mm -hmm. And what that means is to sink into a garment. And so mm -hmm. Scripture says we have been what we have been clothed with Christ. That's right. And so the revelation from that is is that I sink into where my spirit, where right. Christ is, where the Holy Spirit is. Amen. Mm -hmm. If I need some peace, if I need mm -hmm. revelation, mm -hmm. uh, if, if I need bowels of mercy, glory to God, mm -hmm. then I sink into my spirit. I'm living my life from the inside out. So I sink mm -hmm. into it. I can pull up to my 
Amen. My solical mind, my soul, the mind, the will, the emotions. Glory to mm -hmm. God from my spirit that is clothed with the spirit of God and get anything I have need of in the name of Jesus. And so therefore the enemy said, if I can get in between that, talking about mm -hmm. I'm talking to believers, if I can right. get in between that, then you will right. not have the ability to sink into your right. spirit where God's spirit is and get what you have need of. And right. so many right. times he said, if I can deceive you into living your life by happiness. Oh, yes, right. I'm somebody's right. but happiness means that which depends on what happens. Right. But when you get joy, glory to God, that's from the inside out. That's no right. What happens right. on the outside, amen. You can begin to live your life according to what this what's in the inside. And so that's why Jesus says, I'm your mediator. Right, right, right. Glory now when God. you amen. So are we still here? You said at this point that I am feeling as though I'm getting under somebody's street now at this time because I'm talking about happiness and I'm talking about joy. Now go ahead and expound on that a little bit because you got a little excited when you talked when you said that that happiness yeah. part and the joy part. Amen. I sure will. Amen. So in our in our in our old man, in our human nature. Yes, um, we're, we're confined um, just to what we see, hear, smell, touch, taste, uh, yes. experience. Amen. And so therefore, we begin to gauge reality just based on those limited uh, human faculties, which, which is necessary uh, in the physical realm. But in the spiritual realm, amen, where true reality actually is, then we will have the ability to uh, make a discernment so so therefore we live by what happens right we live by what, it, what we experience amen but when we have the joy of the lord which is our right. strength, that is a that is an enduo that is a uh inner strength that's amen, right that gives us the ability to say hallelujah anyhow that's that, right that's if you right. want to confound the devil amen that's why even when we get when we pray to god amen the scripture says to give thanks in all things. If you give thanks in all things, glory to God, then you will begin to confound the enemy. You'll That's be like right. the other ready bunny that just keeps going. And he said, mm -hmm. I don't know where I hit him with everything. I took everything, but you're saying in the spirit, you can't take anything from me because I already sold out to Jesus Christ. That's glory right. to God, it belongs to him. That's Amen. Right. So whatever you take, because I'm on the divine timeline, I'm, I'm kind of skipping ahead, amen, then he can work all things together for my good. And That's I right. Good. That's right. And I like the idea that how you have actually put that distinction there between what is joy and what is happiness. Because a lot of people, we're running around, we're just as happy as we want to be. But let a crisis happen. Let a mental health crisis happen. Yes. in our lives let a financial crisis in our lives then the happiness goes out of the door but when you have the joy the joy of the lord which is our strength the joy you're not gonna go out backwards you're not gonna let your guards down you're not gonna fall apart and even if you do fall apart and go out backwards 
you're just going to be able to pick yourself right back up because God is going to be your that strength, the internal strength. And yes. it's going to give you the ability to stand against the, your own ability. He says when we are at our weakest, that's when we're at our strongest. And I thank Amen. God that the joy, of the, the joy of the Lord, you know, is, is our strength. And we, yeah. we know that. And many of those that are listening under the sound of our voices, they know that. And I want to encourage you that if you have gotten a little faint, because it may be a little hard right now, don't faint. Don't give up. Keep your hand in God's hand and everything, Amen. everything was just going to be all right. Now we are going to move on down. Before we do, though, I just want to make sure we completely covered when you talked about media, you talked about that medium. We talked about that. Now talk a little mm -hmm. bit about what you said about the mediator and uh, talk a little bit about that before we move down to our next top talking point here. Amen. Yep. And so ultimately... We look at the words media and medium, amen. In scripture, it was forbidden uh, to consult a medium. God would come down harshly on those that consulted a medium, a medium be, supposedly between the dead um, and, the, and, and those that are alive, yes. amen. And so when we look at the word um, uh, mediator or medium, media is plural for medium. Amen. And again, it is uh, actually the role of a priest, a mediator is. It is a role of an intercessor. It is a role of one that stands in between. And we know that it says in scripture, like I read, it says there's one mediator between God and man. Amen. The man, Christ Jesus. It says the man because it took a man. It took him coming in the flesh. Uh, to be our um, substitutionary uh, uh, provider of redemption, glory to God. And so when it says Christ Jesus is talking about the anointed man, hallelujah, which is Jesus Christ, he is the one that mediates, that stands in between, amen, God and man, but what I've also discovered, he can stand in between, amen, your thinking, hallelujah. He can stand in between your emotions and in your will through your spirit, glory to God. And so therefore he says, I want to be the stand in between, amen, in every aspect of your life, in every aspect of your thinking, glory to God. And so therefore when there is a rogue thought from the enemy, Jesus says, I want to be your stand in between. Oh, yes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want to be your stand in between those thoughts. And all you got to do is make a decision to cause those thoughts to bow to Christ. That's why it says in, uh, what is it, 1 Corinthians 10, with, that you could take every thought captive. What? Under the obedience of Christ. Glory to God. And then it talks about the imaginations. It talks about the high things. What are the high things? Everybody has arguments. That's right. In their mind that preclude them from uh, receiving the things of God. And if we have the wisdom of God, we have the ability to bring those arguments down. That's, That's right. Scripture says, he that wins souls is wise. You have That's divine right. intelligence to bring down arguments. 
So that's what a mediator does. We're called to be mediators. That's right. And when we think about mediator, I want you to, we're going to put it in in like a natural uh, form as well. Now, myself as being a social worker and and all. So I, I work in a field where I've got to advocate for people that are disenfranchised. So they may be people without a voice that the society has overlooked and actually have kind of closed their, their, their mouths, meaning that they don't they aren't able to get into the system and speak for themselves to make effective change. If they just gotta go on and take whatever the system gives them. But the mm-hmm. Lord has put social workers in place to be able to advocate and go out and meet with those agencies and, and advocate on behalf of these people without any voice. So they kind of come between and they become what you are what we know as the mediator, which is Jesus is our mediator. So and then when we look at someone like yourself. Amen. Glory to God. So if we're still here, I'll just um, continue to uh, minister from my end. Amen. As we're maybe uh, experiencing um, technical difficulties. So Father, we just release your um, your anointing even now on the uh, technical part in the name of Jesus. And so we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. Um, glory to God. And so again, um, I think what you were speaking about, um, I thought that was an excellent example, uh, amen, of uh, what a mediator does in the natural, uh, glory to God. And so what a mediator does in, in the natural is you use a very good word, advocate. Um, scripture says that that the Lord is our what? He's our advocate. He's the one um, that has the ability to not only mediate, but he can also speak for us. Glory to God. And so we are what? We are kings. Amen. And we are what? We are priests. Our kingly role, amen, is to uh, begin to uh, use our platforms uh, to expand the kingdom of God, even in the marketplace. But our priestly roles uh, cause us to be uh, a mediator. It causes us to be an intercessor. It causes us, amen, to be a priest. Glory to God. And so, therefore, as the body of Christ, he can have a body, amen, in the earth that can do greater works. That's why he says you shall do greater works because he has a generation of Christ, a generation of anointed men and women on the earth that have the ability to advocate and to stand in between man and God. And so it is a, uh, a man, a, a, a very uh, tall order on those of us that are chosen. It says all, uh, there's many that are called, but few are chosen. All are called, but few are what? Commissioned or chosen. As a minister of the gospel, you are chosen Dr. Robinson, I am chosen and and others are chosen, glory to God, to mediate the gospel, amen, of Jesus Christ, amen. 
All right, well, we'll continue. Glory to God, as we may still be ha um, experiencing uh, technical difficulty uh, on your end. Amen. And so prayerfully, we can still um, hear and see, amen, what we are speaking today. Amen. And so we even talked about earlier, uh, glory to God, uh, the mind of Christ. Amen. It says in scripture, who have known the mind of the Lord, that he may what? That he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. And so like I said earlier, the mind of Christ is a thing that we need, especially in this world, to be able to navigate through these times. Glory to God. To be able, uh, through the mind of Christ, uh, bring to fruition. Uh, bring to a manifestation, amen, the very will of God, glory to God. And so therefore, amen, we're going to move forward, amen, into what timelines are, amen. Because when we have the mind of Christ, then we have the ability to live according to the timeline, to live according to the narrative that the Lord has already preordained for your life. Amen. And so let's read um, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Amen. It talked about the fact that we live according to the what? The course of this world. I'm just recording, recording that. According to what? The prince of the power of the air. Now we're talking about what? Timelines. In Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, I want to read this also as well. To everything there is a what? There is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So what we uh, can extrapolate from that text is, amen, there are what? There are times and there are seasons. When we look at time, many people think time is linear, but time is actually cylindrical or cylindrical. In other words, it goes in a cycle. The earth rotates every day, and then we have the sun come up. Then the sun sets. Then the moon rises. Glory to God. If the earth makes a complete revolution around the sun, that's a year. That's annual. That is something that comes every season. All of the four seasons, they come on time every season. Glory to God. But there's a difference between time and seasons. Remember, seasons are what? Cylindrical. But times is when epic events occur, when it changes the course of how everything uh, operates uh, in the physical realm. So let's take the uh, uh, COVID-19, the pandemic. COVID-19 and the pandemic changed the times. Now everything we do is done differently. We wear masks now. Uh, we uh, there's, there's 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 vaccine mandates. Uh, it changed the uh, political and the uh, economic uh, statuses all over the world. Glory to God. And so, therefore, times, Amen, is different from seasons. So therefore, we're in a new era. We are in a new time. 
Glory to God. First Chronicles 12 and 32 said the men of Issachar, amen, they knew what the times were. They had an understanding of the times. Glory to God. And they knew what Israel ought to do. God is calling for the body of Christ to know what the world, hallelujah, ought to do. We are supposed to be that city that is upon a hill. And so we ourselves have to understand that we are not trying to operate in seasons. I hear people saying, okay, we're in a season. This is a season. I'm not negating the importance of seasons, but we have to understand that we're in a new time. And in new times, things operate, amen, through a different uh, set of laws. Glory to God. And so therefore, many uh, in the body of Christ I've seen have uh, been a victim of the times because they didn't have the ability to discern what they ought to do in this time. Glory to God. And so how does that relate to you? That relates to you. That relates to me. And it, 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 it says that we are on, amen, a timeline. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Okay, you're still there. Amen. I was I was hoping you were still there. I just kept talking. Amen. So I'm going to pause and let you interject. Amen. Well, we'll keep moving forward. And so we are on a what? We, are, we have a personal timeline. The church has a timeline. Amen. I am a uh, uh, content creator uh, on YouTube. I have my own uh, virtual studio and I can take scenes and connect those scenes together. I can change a scene from this timeline to this timeline. I can rearrange, I can rearrange it uh, as I will. And so God is actually the God of time. He's the God of your timeline. Glory to God. And so when we have the mind of Christ, when we understand what our story is, when we understand what our narrative is and that we're on a timeline, amen, then we can begin to walk in purpose and destiny. Scripture says, amen, that you may know that you have eternal life. Yes. God, that you might yes. have an understanding that you want, that you know that you have eternal life and when you understand that eternal life is not just something that happens after we leave here but eternal life begins now glory to god then when i understand that it begins now then i live according to that timeline amen so that is called redeemed time then there's a thing that's called unredeemed time where things are subject uh, to the decay of the curse, the subject to time itself, and other things, you know, our bodies age, our things, uh, even in, you know, our cars can break down. Everything is subject to unredeemed time. Glory to God. But when I recognize that my body is going to die because of sin, but my spirit, man, and my thinking is on the eternal timeline, the eternal narrative. Yes. Then I begin to experience the things that God has purposed in my life. Amen. There you are. Amen. Amen. I was allowing the Lord to use you, Pastor, 
And Amen. I thank and praise God for this new platform that he's given us. And it allows Amen. us to be able to allow our guests to have the entire window to themselves and allow the Lord to just take you Amen. and work through you and however that he would like to. So I thank and praise him that that he is definitely using you to teach this this uh, word to our audience, not only tonight, but we will have people that will be listening to this podcast from months on down the line, because this is going to come on and it's going to be live and it's going to go all over the United States and into other countries and people will be able to feed off of your word. And I thank and praise God for, for that. And I want you to talk a little bit about, we talked about a mental health crisis. We talked, we have talked about media, medium and mediator. Mm -hmm. We talked about the mind of Christ. We have talked about what it means to have divine narratives we have talked about that we've oh, also yeah. spoken about timelines and i think and praise god that that was a timely message when you talk to us about timelines and mm -hmm. how right now we're living in such a time whereby we've got to be aware of these things we've got to be aware of what what do we mean when we say timelines and so i'm thank, i'm thankful that you explained that to us because there is a spirit realm listening audience whether you believe it or not there is a spirit realm and the the devil he is the prince of that realm of that air mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and he knows and he knows that so do not be blinded the bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood amen it, that yeah. but against principalities it said that we wrestle against principalities and spiritual wickedness in rulers in high places and whatnot and so our battle belongs to the lord and our battle is not carnal the battle is not carnal it's not fleshly it's not one that's fought with cursing and fought with fighting and arguing and manipulating and creating all types of havoc yes. battle Amen. is fought on our knees through prayer through fast through spending time in the word through like you said pastor when you said about preparing yourselves for being prepared that's how we fight the battle now mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about the a little bit more about the prince of the power of the air now you talked about yes. that throughout the entire uh conversation thus far because you know we, that's kind of intertwined into everything that you have been sharing the prince Amen. of the power of the air is trying to deceive people through this divine narrative that god has already orchestrated for them mm -hmm. but then you have the prince of the the prince of the air which is satan which is trying to um actually go ahead and deceive people. So to expound a little bit more on, on that, if you would. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. amen. The prince of the power of the air, um, like God, God wants us to experience uh, the goodness of the Lord. When he created everything in creation, he said, it is good. And when he got to us, he said, it is very good. Yes, and so did. when you begin to look at creation, we, we see the extravagance of God. And when we yes. live on his timeline, we can experience his his extravagance. That's right. Glory to God. And when we begin to experience his his goodness, then it puts a new song in our mouth. That's Scripture right. says what? To sing a new song unto the Lord. 
That's right. Lord God. And so when you sing a new song, it reinforces that uh, experience in that timeline. Now, we, right. the enemy, the prince of the power of the air, being an imitator, being jealous of God, he wants That's people right. to experience his stuff. Right. He wants to, us to experience panic. That's right. We talked about pandemic. He wants us to experience worry, stress, That's right. yes. uh, depression. Then he wants you to speak it. Then it becomes your song. That's, That's right. Do away with the old song, that old woe is me song. Because when you begin to do that, then you're giving uh, an entrance uh, for the spiritual realm to enter into your world. It becomes a self-fulfilling uh, prophecy. That's amen. right. And so That's exactly right. When Moses and the children of Israel, amen, when he uh, 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 delivered them from Egypt, scripture says that they sung a song to the Lord. So every time God does something, amen, for us and through us, we ought to sing a song of praise unto God, amen. It will set the stage, amen, for God to send a new song. Even the word universe means right. one song. One song. God one song and i i like the way that you that you share that that when we when we open ourselves up to to rehearsing you know what the enemy has said we begin to sing a song and wow look at that for those of you out there that are that are singers and you love music i want to make it very practical you know how you listen to your favorite song over and over and over again and that those words actually get in your head and you don't even have to be thinking about those those words they'll actually just come up into your head that's yeah. the same way it is when we start letting satan get into our divine narrative right. rehearsing these things over and over and over again and then before long you start to literally sing this song now you may not sing it like with the melody and him and hum it and all of that but you're going to sing it because you're going to actually regurgitate that you know without even thinking about it those words are going to live right in your in your mind and they're going to come out in your actions Absolutely. they're going to walk out and color everything that you do and that is what that is what we're talking about when we say divine narratives and so tonight we have discussed once again a mental health crisis and how that ties into our divine narratives when when we have spoken about the mind of christ we we've spoken about how the mind of christ played right into our divine narratives which is our divinely appointed stories for our lives according to pastor willis and we talked about media medium and the mediator and the media social media all of that and how god is our mediator we've talked about timelines and so now that we've spoken about those particular topics i want to move over and speak a little bit more about your particular ministries that that the lord has allowed you to oversee and also i want to speak a little bit about how you first got into ministry when did you first receive your call into ministry knowing that the lord wanted you to actually come on into the fold and preach his gospel and and serve in his vineyard amen amen i just wanted to say um even in our closing um i just was remiss i want to add this real fast 
Um, there is a divine pr program um, in regards to thought processes. Okay. I mean, when, when you look, when you look in Philippians chapter four, it talks about how to think. It says, "What be careful for nothing, but everything right. by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving make your request be made unto God." Then it talks right. about um, in Scripture. It talks about to guard our heart with all diligence, for out of it right. proceeds the issues of life, the course That's of right. life. That's right. Amen. So when we when we make our request known to God, He says, "The peace of God will what? It will guard your heart." And mind and your mind that's that's how we guard our heart diligently amen and the peace of god i've discovered um has the ability to destroy the authority that causes chaos that's right so that's right with the gospel when we as ministers when we as people of, of the people of god uh prepare our feet with the gospel mm -hmm. god says i'll go ahead of you and destroy all of the chaos and it'll bring peace in your life that's and right, that's right. So, and so the divine program is it doesn't talk about it doesn't say don't think on these things but it tells you to think on these things that's found in philippians chapter four and, and chapter six and then what happens uh in the medical term is what is called neuroplasticity that means the, the brain has the ability to get rid of old connections and old neurons so that it can facilitate properly right. the mind of christ uh, that's good that's good and then when you when you said that uh, how the the mind of christ can facilitate those things it is first of all it goes right back into that that process of being sanctified when we give our lives over to the lord and we receive that salvation we've got Amen. to go through that sanctification process it is a process we don't go from a all the way to z and just like that but it go from a b c and you might skip back to a again because right. sometimes people do you know we kind of get a little a backslide and and get a little you know lost in there but god said my grace is sufficient for thee amen my strength is made perfect in weakness so don't get don't uh, beat up on yourselves if you find yourself, you know, having to go take three steps backwards and four steps forward and then eight steps back in the front and then we take another one back and all back and forth. It's like you're going nowhere, but you are going. Just keep your hand in God's hand. Now, when we talked more so about um, Pastor Willis, when we talked about, you know, the bio, when I first introduced you, you've got mm -hmm. some wonderful things in which you you are doing and all, but I wanted you to tell our listening audience, when were you first called to ministry? How did, how did you know that the Lord was actually calling you into ministry? Hey Amen. Um, well, when I was a little child, um, my grandmother used to, on my um, father's side, used to speak prophetically to me. And she said, you're gonna be a preacher, you're gonna be a minister. Um, and then my sister, who's also prophetic, used to say the same thing. I'm, I was kind of like, Moses, no, not me. I was, you know, terribly shy and um, okay. <laughs> couldn't see myself uh, speaking in front of anybody, um, let alone the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, um, amen, we, you know, I've always kind of been a church boy, so to speak. I was like the only <laughs> one that was going to church in my, uh, coming up, so to speak. And so um, to answer the question, it, it started early. Mm -hmm. um, it was reinforced more when I um, uh, joined uh, Bishop 
Hugh Smith's church, you, which you and I both, that's what the church that we uh, cut our teeth in ministry, so to speak. Oh, yeah. And, and you know him, he's very prophetic. And so um, he kind of nurtured, um, you know, kind of taught me how to, you know, to, to preach the word, um, to teach, to, to, to do an exegesis, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I remember him laughing at me the first time I did it. Amen. And so, uh, yeah, so to, to answer that question, it, it just was something that um, the Lord just instilled in me from, a, from an early age. And mm -hmm. I'm just finding that nothing else in life satisfies me. Um, you know, it's like if I'm not doing this, I just feel a certain dissatisfaction. Um, like Jesus says, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And so it, it just kind of feeds me. Um, into doing into doing the will of the Lord, the work of the Lord. Now, Pastor Willis, were, was there a time in your life, maybe in your teenage years up to maybe when you were a young adult, that maybe you weren't so on fire for the Lord and maybe you did your own thing or were you walking with the Lord that entire <laughs> time? Um, I would have to say, you know, I think, you know, we all, all young people go through that. I've never been a person that, you know, got in you know, a lot of trouble, doing a lot of wild things, but um the lord was always on the forefront of my mind my thinking but there was a time period where you know you just kind of do your own thing and um mm -hmm. you know kind of drift away from the lord but you know once he puts that once he plants that um seed in you is something that you just can't deny and you mm -hmm. always find yourself coming he always has a way of bringing you back mm -hmm. um, to his original um intent and purpose for your life that's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And um, when he when you have been walking with the Lord faithfully for many years, I've read your bio that you have been married for over 33 years to your beautiful wife. I stated inside and out of Sister Gail, this is a friend of mine. And I know at this point, the two of you have an online ministry in which it's called Treasures in Earth and Vessels Ministry a parachurch ministry. Can you tell us a little bit about, about that and what it entails? Amen. Um, you know, just from the scripture that talks about, you know, that we are earthen vessels and, that, and God has placed treasure um, in all of us. And mm -hmm. so therefore, it is, I think scriptures says, you know, um, the, um, how does that go? Treasure in a heart, a man's heart or purpose, there it is, thank you, Holy Ghost. Purpose in a man's heart are as deep waters, but he that has what understanding uh, draws them out. That's right. Amen. And so my, 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 my niche, if you will, uh, in the body of Christ is to help people realize that hidden treasure. Yes, and the, yes. drawing, the drawing out, amen, I want, I, my aim is to, to, to let people know that there's work on your part, that we are yes. cooperatives. That's right. Uh, we co-rule with Christ, mm -hmm. amen, into realizing his purpose and his will, um, his perfect will, his good will uh, mm -hmm. in our lives. And as we mm -hmm. cooperate with him, then we can bring the treasure out. God can spend us. Uh, Bishop, you yes. were just telling us that, that, that we are like God's uh, money in the earth. He can spend the treasure, amen, That's right. in the service of, of of humanity that's good that's good and what what audience in particular are you targeting through the ministry of earthen vessels 
Hey man, the audience that, that I've that I you know I'm treasuring, I'm I'm targeting, excuse me, um, particularly um, you know, men, women, um, mm -hmm. all 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 generations. Um, I don't I don't I don't you know kind of target you know just the young people or or just you know the older people, but mm -hmm. anybody that um, asks the question, why mm -hmm. am I here? Okay. You know, you know what is my purpose mm -hmm. amen what is what is my calling and so particularly i would have to say um those that are in leadership those that are parents I so see. that we can have the ability to cause our children to hit the target i think mm -hmm. it talks about in scripture you know that when, when a man's quiver is full amen you know mm -hmm. it, our children are, are, are like arrows in the quiver <laughs> and, and mm -hmm. it's, it's our job to launch them so that they can hit the target. Uh, That's so right. Hit that bullseye. Now talk to us a little bit about how you have been favored by God with a wonderful opportunity to minister to veterans in your local area where you reside. Amen. Yeah, I just want to say also before before I answer that question, um, you know, even speaking of timelines, but the Lord just quickened this in my thought, in my okay. thinking, just real fast. If, if you had some things that happened in your life in your past, even if you've done some things in your past and they cause you to self-loathe, the enemy will use yes. that. Yes. But God has the ability that he's shown me, and that's, this, that's another whole story, but he's shown me that he has the ability to go back in time and redeem that stuff that happened to you so that it will, it, it will have an effect that's good. on your present. That's amen. Good. He's done that for me. There's some things that happened in my life. Amen. But I but I use that principle mm -hmm. and the Lord mm -hmm. went back and turned some things around and caused it as mm -hmm. if it never happened. I've That's seen good. testimonies of things mm -hmm. that God has done. Jesus, the time traveler. So amen, I, I just wanted to, to, to encourage people with 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 that. Um, That's good. And that and I want to reiterate what you said. Pastor Willis stated that God could go back in time. And he yeah. could actually change some things that have happened in your past, turn it around and cause that thing to actually work out for your yeah, good. Yeah. And that yeah. reminds me of the scripture that says all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. Yeah. And I like, I like, I like how you brought that out because I feel that someone out there feels so guilty because they have made some poor decisions that has caused their lives to go in a whole different trajectory. Mm -hmm. And they feel like they are never going to get out of that. And they feel like they're so guilty and they live that day in and day out. But listen, Pastor Willis just dropped a nugget on us and told us what, can you tell us one more time what you said of how God can take that past thing and... Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I like the scripture that you brought out because it's one that I was remiss in, in, in speaking about. But he causes all things to work together for our what? For our good. Amen. So God can take the ugliest of situations. Yes. And begin to, through the manifold wisdom of God, weave together a beautiful picture. He can cause the very thing that had you bound to begin to serve you because he's given you the crown of life. You become the master in the very thing. That, that that had you bound or or that caused you uh to be a victim instead of being a victim you become a victor amen Glory to god and so yes amen. yes the lord 
is a is the master of time. He, he, he <laughs> present, past, amen, and future. That that is just beautiful. I like I love that what you shared. I believe that someone needed to hear that, and someone that's going to listen to this podcast even a month from now, a year from now, they needed to hear that, Pastor. Also, tell us again a little bit about. You know, the Lord has blessed you with a wonderful opportunity to be able to minister to veterans in your local area. So kind of tell us a little bit about what that entails and what you yes, will be doing. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> yeah, we were, um, you know, we were in our house and it, when we were younger, we we became upside down. You know, okay. I knew I shouldn't have done it and we became upside down. So, man, how am I ever going to get out of this, this house? Okay. Amen. Because I wanted to leave. Okay. And so the Lord said, well, you, you know, you got to be effective where you are first. So mm -hmm. when I embrace that, when I embrace that. Um, uh, excuse, me, Pastor, excuse me, Pastor, to clarify that when you say you were in the house and became upside down. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you can take out a home equity loan. Okay. Then, they, then, 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 you know, I used to be a loan officer, so I know how that works. Then okay. you can make the appraiser say that the house is worth more than it actually is or the area in which your house is, is stationed in can mm -hmm. depreciate. Okay. After you took out the loan, now um, you owe more than what the house is worth. Oh, <laughs> so my. Difficult to, and so the Lord rectified that. But anyway, the long story short is um, my, my wife was a realtor. She has, she has a real estate license. And um, she got into uh, property management. And an opportunity came up. Uh, to where she, she could go, we could go and live right there on the property. Um, and on this particular property, um, you know, you know, condo came with it. She walks <laughs> right, right to work. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a property um, that helps veterans. Okay. Displaced veterans. And many of them have been homeless. Many of them are uh, victims of, um, you know, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and things like that. And many of them have are, are you know, dying out here. I um, see. You know, finding them in their rooms. You know, succumbing to alcohol and drug drug abuse. Right. So, mm -hmm. I, was, I was I was on the precipice of of ministering to them. Then COVID hit because out here we have all kind of room, big conference rooms and things like that. And I was going to minister there. Mm -hmm. And then when COVID hit, that kind of shut that down. And so now things are starting to come around again. Yeah, so they're calling on me too, so they want me to minister to them. And so oh, God wants me to minister to that. Praise um, God. Praise situation God. Situation that that that's happening out here. That's a blessing. What a blessing all the way around. God Amen. is definitely faithful, isn't He? Yes. Yes, He is. Yes, yes he, he is. is. Now tell us a little bit more about your business it says here in your bio that elder willis is a business owner and an entrepreneur of a couple of businesses so tell yeah. us a little bit about you know you're being an entrepreneur and a business owner yeah yep i'm um, i'm a commercial painter um, by trade so you know even out here i've painted they have extremely long hallways so okay. i've painted that so yes i'm a i'm a, I'm a commercial painter name of the business is uh, fresh new painting I uh, do a lot of co apartment complexes and things like that. Um, but when I spoke of the scripture that we have to know the times. Yes. Um, the times, the era that we're living in, the Lord said you need to be multiple sources of income, streams of income. That's right. So he gives us creative ideas, witty, witty inventions and creative ideas. 
And so I learned how to um, create journals. I have prayer journals Mm -hmm. uh, online on Amazon, um, up for sale. Um, And then I have a couple of YouTube channels. Um, I, I started looking into when 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 a YouTube channel was monetized, I was just astounded <laughs> at the the revenue that can be made. I see. And so I, I got a prophetic channel up, and uh, you know he just giving me that entrepreneurial mindset. Um, mm-hmm. You know when I used to work for somebody, I said, "Man, I'm my own business." <laughs> so it's nothing like working for yourself. How long have you How long have you been an entrepreneur and 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 earned your own business, whereby you've had to be able to walk away from you know the marketplace and actually run your own? Yes, at least fifteen about fifteen years, I would say. About fifteen years. I was able to walk away and yes. sustain, um, um, you know, a family and myself, and so yeah, it's been about fifteen and on, years. And on a scale of one to ten with one being not very satisfied and 10 being ultimately satisfied, where would it fall? As far as being an entrepreneur, <laughs> that's a good, you know, you, that sometimes it will, it will, it will test your faith uh, okay. because um, sometimes it can be feast or famine. One minute you living on caviar, next thing you, you know, you say, man, we might have to live on some ramen noodles. I mean, it hasn't gotten that bad. <laughs> but you just have to know how to 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 um, understand that fact and not have a, uh, a hourly type of mindset. Well, nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to be a business owner, you can't have an hourly um, type of uh, mindset. I know when yeah. COVID first, first hit, the Lord had blessed its, the business so much that I mean, I was able to save a lot of money. We were able to save a lot of money. And so this year, is when the um, impact uh, economically started to impact all kinds of business, including mine. And so, mm-hmm. because, because I put away money, um, I w- I'm, I'm able to be all right. And so, my business I, is, 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 is slowly starting to speak to pick back up. That wisdom, but I, but I also I still want you to give me that number between one and ten. Yeah. <laughs> I say overall, right now, I would say about a seven. Let's say about, about a seven. seven. Yeah, a that's seven. I'm not where I want to be yet. So, so what <laughs> would it take to move you on to an eight? What would have to change to get that over to an eight? Well, I would love to get that my my Amazon. You know, I got them up for sale, and so during my time downtime, I just been you know being very productive and okay. uh, creating things like that. And so <laughs> to get it to an eight, I would love, I would love to see them sell. I would love to see my YouTube channels begin to be monetized, and, mm-hmm. and, and bring in revenue so that so you know that I can move on from being a a, a painter because, you know, you know we're both getting a little older. <laughs> we're we're getting older. That's right. <laughs> she said, "Speak for yourself." But we're getting older. Well, we it, are. It, it can yeah. be it can be uh, physically challenging. I understand. Totally understand. I have one other question to ask you before we um, go ahead and transition to a close. And that is, if you had to look at yourself when you were, I want you to, okay, to put on your little sanctified imagination right now and go with me. So if you had to, you're sitting there now and you had to look back at yourself when you were a little 10 year old child coming up, being reared up in your home, what might you say to your 10-year-old self right now to prepare him for today? 
Yeah, that's 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 good too. I, sometimes I wish I could go back and talk to my younger self. So I've always been fascinated well, you can with right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the biggest thing is, um, especially with young men, is is, is self confidence. Okay. Uh, it took me a while to to develop self confidence because it's growing up. You know, my dad was very athletic. Um, you know, I, I was athletic too, and he was just, you know, just very strong personality. And I felt like I didn't measure up okay. um, to him, so therefore I didn't have self confidence. So okay. I would say to my young self is, um, you know, get into sports or anything that 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 um, facilitates uh, your self confidence. And so when you begin to facilitate your self-confidence, then how you project to other people, mm -hmm. how they perceive you. Yes. Um, sometimes can be a hindrance that they perceive you as somebody that's, you know, don't have a whole lot of confidence. So that's what I would say. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to teach my son now, because I don't know if his generation already got the same problem, you know, not having mm -hmm. that self-confidence. He looks at me like, you know, you, you talk in front of everybody, you're just so confident and, and yes. things like that. And so. Um, I think it's the same cycle that is repeated. Um, yes, you're, you're right. You're right. And it, it does repeat itself. Even if you don't ever say anything, you know, it's mm -hmm. like a trans transmission of, of that spirit that goes on. We can redeem the bloodline, too. So that's another story. <laughs> that's exactly right. So what? Uh, so thank you for actually uh, going there with me. That might have been difficult or maybe it wasn't. But I appreciate you oh, doing good. that. And also, now, what might you want to share with our podcast listening audience before we uh, close? Is there any last minute things that you can think of that you might want to share? Hey Amen. I would like to share, especially to those that are um, finding themselves, like I said before, unsaved. Amen. I want you to get out of your mind what you think being saved and born again is. Um, forget about the traditions of men. Forget about even culture and begin okay. to um realize that God, if he allowed you to exist in this space and time, he allowed you to exist in this space and time for a specific reason. And that specific purpose is, is a thing that will get, give you fulfillment. And even the thing that will give you fulfillment, you, we can't even make an idol out of that. But it is God himself that is our exceeding great reward. So I'm, I'm speaking to our, our unsaved uh, audience right now is, is is to embrace a man that that life comes from God. That's I mean, right. I'm, not just, I'm not just talking about physical life, but life living uh, comes from God. And for those of you that are on this end of glory, so to speak, amen. I want you to know that there's so much more in the things of God. It's more than just going to church. But right. Jesus didn't really talk about church but he talked about a kingdom. And right. when you're in the kingdom of God, you're in the king's domain. Mm -hmm. You're in the king's household. You are co-rulers with Christ. And there's an inheritance. Everything that Jesus inherited from his father, we mm -hmm. co-inherit. That's so right. So much things that there's so much that we have not um, tapped into because of a lack of knowledge, a lack of revelation. That's right. That's right. That's excellent. And I, hope and pray that someone under the sound of our voices will be impacted by what you shared so richly from, from the depths of your spirit. I know that the topic of divine narratives was a topic that the Lord 
put into your spirit to share with this audience and why? Because there are people out there that needed to know that those narratives that you spoke about were stories. They're personal stories that God divinely orchestrated in their life, even before the foundation of the world. And yes. I thank you for that and how we were able to talk in after one point after the next and kind of break those things down. So I want those that are listening to go back and re-listen to this podcast again and listen this time with a spiritual ear, asking the Lord what it is that he's sharing with you through Pastor Willis's gift of being able to really teach. And I thank God that he's given you the ability to teach and reach deeper than most because you can hear you know how like a dog can hear that loud loud whistle that that loud sound that we don't even hear yeah, absolutely i want to tell you pastor willis that i believe the lord has given you that ability to be able to hear above the sound that many of us can hear into the deeper realm of the spirit Amen. and then you actually give it back out so thank god thank god for that and for your gift and Amen. for your ministry, for your wife, for your grandkids, your children, just a beautiful family. I'm just really honored that when I reached out to you to invite you to be our guest on the podcast, you said yes without even hesitating. So I thank God for that. And I thank God for our friendship that, like you said, it goes back probably over 30 years and that we were both uh, in ministry at uh, Emmanuel uh, at that time, it was Emmanuel Temple Church in Battle Creek, Michigan. Now it's just evolved into Emmanuel Covenant Church International and out of Battle Creek. And and what's is it, Troy, that they're located in now? Novi. Um, I'm, I'm going to be, um, I, I felt to, to mention that I'm going to be in Lansing. Um, so there's plans to have one in Lansing. So prayerfully, I'll be over uh, a church in Lansing. And so he has uh, Georgia, um, Houston, and so he's really, there's really, he's really expanding. Um, yes, can you tell us a little bit when you, because you kind of, yeah, I want to know about that. It's exciting. You said that <laughs> you may be over the over a ministry under Bishop Hugh yes, Smith. Under, under, yes, under his covering. And and Lansing. So would that yes. be like a, it would be a, a a new a new church that would be planted there? Or one yeah. that's already there, and you'll walk into the pastoral ship. Yeah, so one that will actually be um, planted there. So we're in the very beginning stages of, um, uh, you know, we had to get a team together, um, mm -hmm. go in that area, and just you know, kind of survey the land, so to speak. And so, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, to answer your question, it'll be um, another actual church planted, and so mm -hmm. it'll be embassy covenant, embassy covenant, um, Lansing. That's a, amazing. And I just thank God that for you and your wife in ministry there, I'm sure it will, it's just going to be a blessing to that community and all. And as you stated, you and I cut our teeth at Emmanuel Temple Church. Well, now it's, it isn't Emmanuel Temple anymore, but that's what we, when we started it was, and we were such a close knit family church family and you don't find it like that well some churches you still do but uh it is somewhat rare when you find a real close-knit church family these days with a wonderful uh overseer that many of us still have that spirit of that of the man of that was over the house at that time 
Amen. So thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, I would just like to commend you and your in your ministry as well, with you and your uh, husband, the Reverend um, Curtis. And um, I just think it's a tremendous ministry, um, even utilizing being a, aware of the times that we're living in, um, utilizing the medium of the Internet. Um, I like to say the Internet is the closest thing we can get to the spirit realm. In the yes. spirit realm, you move by thought. In the internet, you move by thought. Um, so it's not confined to space and time. And so therefore the audience is so much broader and it can be used as a tool, amen, to 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 reach the loss. And so I just um, thank God for you and your ministry and the tremendous work that you and your husband and your family are doing, amen, to, to reach the loss, amen. This is the this is the time that we're living in. And so we're not on the, um, the cutting edge of what God is doing, we're gonna be left behind and will be ineffective that's right and so i thank god for your keen awareness mm -hmm. amen, and, and, and doing things in excellence I, i've always known that about you. you everything you do is done in excellence thank and you. i commend this ministry that it is is done in excellence to god belongs all of the glory pastor amen. god belongs all the glory and thank you so much for that thank you and thank you again for being our guest this evening I would like to invite you to um, close us out in prayer, if you would. Amen. Absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh, we just thank you, God, for Dr. Robinson. We thank you, God, for Reverend Robinson, Lord. And Father, we just thank you, God, for uh, just uh, downloading into them um, your purpose, your goal, your vision, God, for ministry. I thank you for their keen awareness, Lord. And Lord, I pray, God, that on tonight that we impacted God, that we made an impression yes. on the hearts of those God that are seeking you, even those that are seeking you and don't even know they're seeking you, Lord. I pray God that this would be a Kairos moment for them, God, where time and destiny meets. Yes, Lord. Lord that there will be an awakening, that there will be a hunger and a thirst for God and the things of God, I pray, God, that you would, by your spirit, will begin to draw, even through this program, this conversation, this yes, topic, Lord. this subject matter that we've discussed. Use it as a tool, God, in your hands. Yes, God, Lord. we'll be careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And Elder Willis, will you tell our audience how they can connect with you through your ministry channel and also through your YouTube channels. And I'll also include those that information in the details of the podcast. <laughs> okay, man. Yeah, you can just simply connect with me. I'm in the process of I'm going to um, uh, make it a uh, what, what kind of page is that uh, public public figure page, I oh. think it's called. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, in the, in the meantime, um, you can simply just friend me. Um, just go to Robert M. Willis on Facebook and okay. you can friend me. And then you'll see, you know, every Thursdays at seven o'clock is when we do our um, Facebook live broadcast on that. Um, mm -hmm. I do have a, a prophetic um, uh, YouTube channel. Um, if you wanted to do that, you can go to Let's see. It's it's kind of a different name. It's called Sadade. S A U D A D E. Moods, okay. which talks about a, a sober type of mood. 
I'm kind of a sober, kind of sometimes melancholy type of person, I guess you would say. But okay. anyway, if you want to go to YouTube, you can you can um, subscribe to that channel, and mm -hmm. I'm continually putting um, new content on that channel. Um, for Amazon, um, you can go to you can just simply type in. Let's see, I gotta write the word out because I come up with some words. Pedagogy Creations. P E D A G O G Y Creations. Um, that name just deals with uh, school type of of uh, material. That's that's where I got the name at. I know it's kind of a different name. So yeah, just go to Amazon and type that in the search bar, and it'll bring up all of my uh, material, my content. Well, thank yep. you. Thank you. And I'll be sure to include those that information in the description for the podcast. This podcast will air tomorrow. It will be live um, on our audio platforms. However, it is airing live now on YouTube. So be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to this channel. And I'm be sure to <laughs> share. Yes, you are. Amen. You're going to help us reach that thousand mark by June, you and your wife both. And so thank you both. Thank you both. I'm saying both you and your wife, you know, because behind the man, I know this to be certain that behind a good man is definitely a good wife. And so I'm yeah. thanking you and your wife you know, for actually uh, spending the time with our podcast and investing in our listening audience. Thank you so much. You have Amen. a blessed day, Pastor, and I wish Amen. you nothing but rich blessings to come. Amen. You as well. Amen. Dr. Robinson, you and your husband and your uh, family. Amen. Just may the blessings of the Lord continually. Amen. Just enrich your life. And thank you. Thank it's an honor. Amen. For having me. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Yes. What a rich discussion. What a rich discussion with Pastor Robert Willis as we talk about divine narratives. We covered the topics of mental health crisis, the prince of the power of the air, medium, media, and mediator. We spoke about the mind of Christ, timelines, and then he broke down what it meant to have divine narratives in our lives. So you've got to listen again to this podcast all the way through. And as you listen, listen to each one of those topics that, I, that I've listed and ask the Lord, what is it that he's sharing with you through what the man of God has shared? And be sure to share this podcast with your family, friends, and social media network. Won't you subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast to help us reach our goal of 1,000 viewers by the end of June and 50 viewers on our Facebook as well as our YouTube channel for the podcast by the end of June. Once again, the aim of the Lotus Flower Podcast is to educate, empower, and equip our listening audience with culturally relevant, spiritually uplifting educational topics. And we are elated that the Lord has allowed us to not only stream live on YouTube, but also stream live on Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, 
RSS feed, Google Podcasts, and Wix.com. Be sure, once again, to like, comment, and subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. And we are elated to let you know that we have began to monetize the podcast starting in June, January of this year, January of this year, we were able to move not only from audio, however, we moved from audio to video. So we're currently airing the podcast on YouTube, on the Emerging Hope Ministries YouTube channel, whereby our listeners have become an audience engaging and relating to us on a deeper level. Yes, so we are thankful for that. And we've also been able to be blessed to enhance the podcast with monetizing the podcast through advertising. Our advertising, we have ads available for purchase. They're shown at a pre-roll, mid-roll, and a in-roll in the podcast, meaning that some ads air in the front, some ads air in the middle, and some ads will air in the end. Now, that sounds like a word for a business owner under the sound of my voice. If you want to get your business out there and get it before an audience of over a thousand people that goes all over the United States and into other countries, then this is your opportunity to go ahead and reach out to myself or my husband, Reverend Curtis L. Robinson Sr. at emerginghope at gmail.com. And let us know that you'd like to purchase an ad on the Lotus Flower Podcast. We want you to know that you won't be disappointed. We have ads running on the podcast at this time, and they are very satisfied with the product. At this time, I would like to have a word from our sponsors. And as we come with that word from our sponsors, I want you to know that we here at Emerging Hope Ministries, not only are we reaching out with those sponsors, with the paid ads, but I felt the Holy Spirit having me pause to say this, that our ministry gives back 10% of what we take in and 10% of what we're trying to do. So we have actually gifted three unpaid ads to subscribers beginning in the month of January. And then we also have given back into our community through giving out outreach packages over the Christmas and Thanksgiving holiday season to families that may have not gotten an opportunity to celebrate 
Christmas or Thanksgiving had it not been for the Lord allowing our ministry to pour it back into their lives. And then the Lord has also allowed us through our ministry stream of finances to be able to gift into the lives of many of our Lotus Flower Book Club members free books that they would be able to read those books and enjoy those books. The gift of literacy is nothing like the gift of literacy. And so we want you to know that when you support the Lotus Flower podcast, you're supporting a conglomerate of things that the Lotus Flower podcast is doing under the umbrella of the Emerging Hope Ministries. So go ahead and support, because when you support this ministry effort, you are supporting the community and you are helping the lost and you're helping the needy and you're serving in God's kingdom. You may never be able to preach to a person. You may never be able to meet a person that you want to help. You may never even be able to to walk into the place where that person resides, but through your gift and through your reaching out and purchasing these ads and supporting our ministry through your generous donations, you are able to support those people and put a smile on their faces. So once again, reach out to us through our email, which is emerginghope at gmail.com and reach out to us through our website, which is emerginghopefsp.org or reach out to us through our YouTube channel, which is Emerging Hope Ministries on YouTube. Reach out to us and send your timely donations and reach out to us and purchase and add on the Lotus Flower Podcast. And now we will have a word from our friends.
Be sure to contact Rock Dimensional Consulting, LLC, where Dr. Keetra L. Davenport King is the proprietor and business consultant. Located in the beautiful Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, her services are available nationwide online. The Rock Dimensional Consulting, LLC firm's mission is to build businesses on a solid foundation and equip leaders. RDC helps business leaders solve complex business problems, improve efficiency, empower teams, and implement long-term sustainable improvements. The hours of operation are 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You may contact Dr. Davenport King via phone at 940-227-1615. The website is at www.lifeafterag.org and email them at rockdimensionalconsulting at gmail.com. Dr. Keetra Davenport King's business prides herself on the following motto, building businesses on a solid foundation. Are you looking for unique, fun, fashionable clothing at a fraction of the cost? Then you've got to check out Jasmine's Fun Fashions. Jasmine's Fun Fashions is a locally owned mother-daughter consignment boutique located in the beautiful town of Morganton, North Carolina. They have over 14 years of consignment, fashion apparel purchase, and retail experience and pride themselves in providing excellent customer service as well as establishing long-lasting friendships with consigners and customers. Reach out and shop with them online via their website jazzybiz24.7 at gmail.com. However, if you're ever in the Morganton, North Carolina area, be sure to stop in the store, which is located at 304 Burkemount Avenue in Morganton, North Carolina, 28655. You may also call the store to inquire about merchandise at 828 828- Their hours of operation are Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They serve their customers with the motto of excellent customer service and Are you looking for a friendly place to purchase your beauty supplies and hair supplies for the entire family? Well, you found the right place. Cali Beauty Supply, located at 1614 West Main Street in Kalamazoo, Michigan. They offer outstanding customer service and believe deeply in giving back to their community. Mo El-Katabi is the owner. Customers can shop in the store or online. Curbside pickup is also available. They also have a full-service salon inside of the business called Stephanie Renee Salon. Be sure to check them out as well. You may reach the store for your online purchases via their website at www.calibeauty.com. Their hours of operation are Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The business prides itself with the following motto, where beauty gets done.